Monday, Monday, beginning of a new week. It is January 14th. Today, we're talking about Stellantis ghosting car shows, more EVs than ice for BMW, and meet the new term, AX. Not CX, not UX. Did you say ICE? AX. I did. We're going to talk about that. It is, it is like a strange day for Kyle and I because there is snow on the ground in Nashville. Not just, not just like if you there's like three in inches of snow yeah, on the, no, this isn't like, like the coating working on five and six which is it's not like a little just short like of the apocalypse times. yeah i mean just to be let me just clear the air here everybody all right <laughs> when it snows five six seven inches anywhere north of let's call it cincinnati ohio mm-hmm. which is kind of my like lower barrier for we'll get this fixed right away <laughs> <laughs> everything shuts down not for one day not for two days like all the teachers in the area are like we get a free week easy mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have junior, snow man. days built in like that doesn't exist no, this in, is in it Africa. this is it i mean i remember i grew up in philly and like like a couple inches would shut us down obviously i'm in syracuse now so a foot of snow right like we got church in They're the like, morning oh, literally uh, last week it snowed 10 inches and there wasn't even as much as a text message no that was believed. sent on like hey are we are we gonna postpone okay. service now we're going and so but today kyle's texting me about this and i text him a picture of like the sun rising dry Great. roads it's Study warmer in syracuse right now <laughs> i had some guests come in they flew in last night from chicago and detroit and the 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 one was telling me when the pilot said on the flight flight in last night, you're not going to believe this, but it's 20 degrees warmer in Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in this little sweet spot right now. And um, it's just like, hey, for once to be the one with the sunshine and no snow on the ground, it's just a new feeling. I don't expect it to come back. What a thing. What a <laughs> so, thing. And I mean, it's, it's also a weird day because, oh, my goodness, Parker Abad just Whoa. jumped into the show comments. And if you don't know Patrick Abad, GM of Beaver Toyota, his son Parker is probably a Sodu's number one fan. He actually got hand delivered like a one of six, a Sodu hat. And oh, so, yes. like, I hope he's wearing it. Parker, if you're listening, if you're wearing it right now, um, or even if you're not, we want you to know that you are our number one fan. There it is. And we yeah, just absolutely. like you a lot too. You don't have to we be love a you fan. A uh, we have a lot going on this week. Uh, we have a new auto collabs episode dropping. If you not don't know, oh Parker's in Tampa for a tournament, so he's in fine. He's sunshine and all, <laughs> and he good. is wearing the hat. Way to go, Parker. <laughs> um, we do have a new auto collabs episode dropping today. Auto collabs is one of our podcasts where we sit down, have a little longer form conversations. Kyle myself, Michael Cirillo, uh, tomorrow's, and here's the title is we're with Karen Bird, uh, GM of colonial VW Subaru in the Philly area. Go Philly. Um, tomorrow's standard equipment is what it's called. Tomorrow's standard equipment. Awesome conversation with Karen. Um, you know, she just puts a, on a masterclass for approaching challenge. It's just, that's a great way to put it. That's, that's we could have easily named the podcast that masterclass for challenge. Yeah. So you can go to any podcast platform, search auto collabs, A U T O C O L L A B S. And we hope you check that out or you'll, we'll be posting a lot of clips of it on our LinkedIn page. You can follow our LinkedIn page at a soda. A lot of good conversations going on there. Yes. Uh, three days from now, Kyle, where are we going to be? We're going to be in Winata, which is in Washington, D.C. It's the Washington uh, area dealers. Um, big show. There's a whole, I mean, a massive show. Apparently, it's one of the biggest shows in the country that is like 
a lot of people don't know about. Uh, but we're going to actually be uh, in, on the political day there. and so Public policy be, day, they call it. Public policy, yep. Uh, and so there's going to be a lot of political representation, a lot of OEM representation, and we're just going to have some conversations about like the real stuff that's going on right now. Can't wait to uh, to be there and and share just what's going on. Uh, with the yeah. community, new crowd for us, right? We've got a yeah. bunch of legislators, some you know members of the Congress. You have gonna... to act like we have ties on, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna dress a little <laughs> bit more like an adult, um, but it's gonna be fun to like show the love people more than you lo love cars mentality and community to yes. people who may have a perception that isn't the truth. You know what I'm saying? You know. What else? Oh yeah, NADA 17 days away. NADA, so do Khan coming in hot, all that good stuff. Let's get some news, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Uh, as speaking, oh, of, speaking auto of auto shows, you know, you know, it's just a layup and you were going to roll oh, right past I certainly it. was. Alley -oop. As Stellantis scales back its auto show participation, dealers in North Texas are uniting to showcase vehicles, um, you know, pulling their resources and making sure Stellantis still has a presence at the North Texas auto show. So uh, the absence of Stellantis corporate support, uh, means that there will only be showroom models for sale. So obviously not a lot of the vehicles that are in conversation, like uh, the Electra Gram 1500 Rev, it won't be there, right? Charlie Gilchrist of Gilchrist Automotive, you know him from his NADA stint, along with the North Texas Auto Dealer Association, uh, is going to band together to make sure that the brand has a presence there. They are focusing on a fish. So Stellantis, let's talk about this for a second. This is the thing. Stellantis has had an ongoing absence from uh, events like SEMA, the LA Auto Show, CES. They haven't been at any of those. They're also pulling out of Super Bowl ads this year. And you, we know some of the most iconic Stellantis Which is advertising. Wild because they do a really great job. Phenomenal job. <laughs> Phenomenal job. Made, made in Detroit is like one of my favorite ads ever. And they're saying they're, you know, they're shifting marketing funds to other places so um you know they say focusing on efficiency the strike did come up a little bit in conversations but charlie gilchrist is saying when dealers think that it's important to be at an auto show and to be in front of consumers um i think that should tell the oems how we feel about auto shows because we as dealers believe we need to have them um it's an efficient spend he says because we get a lot of consumers looking and shopping and actually going to buy studies proven that they actually buy vehicles so I think it's important that we have OEMs there. That's interesting because I I, I bet if you surveyed a whole bunch of dealers, there'd be like a varying uh, amount of, of, you know, what they think the auto show actually provides. But I mean, I remember we, you know, uh, uh, what we, uh, the dealerships that I had in, in Nashville, we had to supply uh, the Mazda units for the auto show there. Mm -hmm. And we also supplied the staff for it. Yeah, very and common. It was, yeah, they didn't, because they didn't, like Mazda wasn't participating, but they kind of gave us some tier two resources to do that. Yep. And we got a lot of traction out of that. Like we had a great engagement. We sent our top, our top people that knew how to communicate with customers. And we, like, we would see the transition from auto show to showroom. And so there's still a place for it if done right, I think. Um, it, it definitely is a market segment. It's not the entire market that's interested in auto. So that's why I think it's weird, you know, that you wouldn't put these most, th these newest vehicles, right? Like people go to the auto show to see. Especially a brand like Stellantis, models. right? Like right. they have some cult 
vehicles like the like the Jeep Wrangler, right? You have yep. a lot of these subgroups. You know, the organizers of the Washington Auto New uh, Washington Area New Car Dealer Association, Wanata, um, the organizers were telling us that they have growing attendance and they are just saying like, we don't understand why OEMs are not putting resources behind this because people are showing up, they're in buy mode. So this is like on the ground too. And they, they were saying that's anything you can do to show the OEMs what's actually going on here is beneficial for all of us, which is one of the reasons we're covering the show later this week is to do just that and bring more attention to these shows. So um, yeah, so hopefully Stellantis will pay attention to this and get back into the game. But you know, if there's one thing that we can count on is that when dealers understand there is a path to a sale somewhere, they are what going it, to band together to what make it, it happen. What is it, what is it they say, Paul? Something about when dealers band together, no, no crisis, crisis can win. Can Something win. about that, I don't know. Just I've heard that about. once or twice. <laughs> uh, speaking of things happening. Segway. It's an okay segue. I'll give that a five out of 10. Uh, sales, yeah, the kids would say that was mid. Uh, sales growth is most mostly electric for BMW as the combustion engine is hitting a tipping point, uh, says BMW CFO, as electric vehicles are now driving a majority of the company's sales growth. Wow. So more growth in EVs than in combustion. So uh, basically as environmental regulations and market pressures are pushing car makers like BMW to expand those EV offerings, uh, BMW is aiming to increase its all electric sales to 33%, not by 2030, by 2026. That's so impressive. all of their sales, it was 15% of total sales in 2023. And they're, they're moving that to 33% in 2026 as they introduce six new models of its new class, spelled a really weird way, N-E-U-E-K-L-A-S-S-E, -E, EV only line. CFO Walter, uh, Walter Myrtle says, the current sales plateau for combustion cars will continue and then fall slightly. So he's like, we're going to plateau and then we're going to start to dip. Um, and despite the cost of batteries and new technology, BMW is maintaining a target of uh, 3 million sales by 2030. So they're staying on target withholding an eight to 10% profit margin. And they did say these new EVs will be profitable. Yeah. And, and they probably will be because BMW got to make some money. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They've also been doing the EV game for quite some time. Definitely. They haven't got a lot of press for it, but they've been doing it for quite some time. So it's not something new um, to the consumer base. They're already kind of warmed up for this, uh, you know, instead of just like dropping everything all at once. Hmm. Also, the the new class is just the German version of new class, so it's like it's just translation. But it, it I, I do I do think it's kind of funky, and it's you know it's a cool brand play to to take that across across borders. So I like it. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Speaking of renaming things, segue. Right. Seven out of ten. So a recent Retail Wire article is asking whether or not associate experience, classified as AX, there it is, is the new norm for retail successes as retailers are recognizing it as being a crucial factor. So uh, retailers are, are uh, especially like in, in anything retail. So think about, um, it doesn't matter if you have a store or a storefront um, or even an online store, retail has seen its fair share of people come and go. Uh, longevity as employees is not you know, seen a lot in retail. And so they are needing to increasingly focus on the well-being of their workforce, recognizing the direct impact of employee satisfaction. So as opposed to being CX for customer uh, experience or uh, ESI, uh, the new term is associate experience. 
Um, the, the big goal is to move the term from employee to associate, recognizing that this is across all, uh, all employees. So it's not just manager, it's not just frontline employee, but they are all associates in creating that experience. One of the companies that is seeing the biggest shift is PepsiCo, uh, as they've recognized that the importance of empowering employees uh, allows them to kind of be their best self is the way that they termed it in, in the article and, and, and the quote there. Um, but it's really just like promoting health, promoting a great experience, promoting a great employee experience, which I think we've been talking about. I've been smiling from ear to ear when I read this article first. Um, First of all, because there's somebody who may have, may not have invented the phrase, love people more than you love cars, who may or may not already call every team member an associate. Wow. (laughs) The one in Liza Borges. So (laughs) when we're talking about AX, associate experience, We've seen a concerted push in retail automotive over the last five years to not strike like this work-life balance that has been, I'll be careful here, has been, I think, way too far. It's taken it way too far. And it's led to business ineffectiveness, consumer service ineffectiveness. You can't take your uh, associate experience so far that your consumer experience suffered, right? It has to be a symbiotic thing. So I think automotive has, contrary to popular, you know, stigma, automotive has leaned in to associate experience in the last five years. Well, I think because there's a lot of people that have said, okay, associate experience actually emphasizes a work-life balance that doesn't require just giving more of quote unquote life into the balance, right? Because if you have a great associate experience, there's no detractor for being in your work environment. Yes, no, that's perfect. You know, I've always, not always, over the last 10 years, I've developed this theory or a principle actually on um, my teams and just boil it down to one word, thriving. If I can focus on my people thriving, guess what? People can thrive in all of their life, even if they're working 50 hours a week. You know why? Because what you're doing and what they're doing as a profession is contributing to their mentality, to their energy, to the way they feel about themselves. Joy brings them fulfillment, brings them purpose to have a work environment that has a, that is thriving um, which allows them to actually thrive more in the life experience. Without a doubt. All work versus People life. who are thriving don't put in their resignation. Ah, they just don't. Just And you don't even need to. That's just, Ever. Ah. I'm thriving. Let's change things. Let's change things. <laughs> it's not true. And like, look, like you and I know. Like, Can you put that on a shirt? People, if you're thriving, that's, that's, you don't that's resign. A, that's a LinkedIn post for later, y'all. Um, but the bottom <laughs> line is it's very difficult to do. You and I have experienced this, right? Running a startup, it's demanding, yep. right? Your attentions and you see people yep. in all states. And I know if you're watching, you see people in all states of thriving or not thriving, right? And those indicators, you know, those indicators are like, ah, you're winning here, you're losing here. But the bottom line, man, focusing on thriving, yep, like it's a winner. It's a winner. Well, I guess we'll end there. We hope that you thrive today, that you help the other people around you thrive today. You help your consumers thrive today. You love people more than you love cars. We will see you here tomorrow.